You're listening to the Open Bible Podcast, where we bring Bible truths to basic principles. I'm your host, Richard Moses, and I'm so thankful that you joined us for another episode of the podcast. If you haven't already, join us on Twitter at The Open Bible Pod, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and give us a rating wherever you listen to podcasts so that we can help more people bring Bible truths to basic principles. Today, we continue a series called Continuing in the Word of God. Our future is defined by the Bible. And once again, in studio with me, I've got the lead pastor of Open Bible Baptist Church, George Riddell. Pastor, it's great to have you back together on the podcast. Well, it's good to be here, Rich. I always look forward to this, and um, I'm thankful for uh, the abilities God's given you to be able to do this because I couldn't, I, I can't do this kind of stuff. I couldn't set this up, and you've got all those buttons over there that you push and stuff like that, and I would just, someday I don't know. I'll, someday I'll let you play with them. Maybe you can figure some things out. I was just, I would be doing this on a uh, cassette tape. Hit, re- hit record. <laughs> hit record. This is the cassette ministry of Open Bible Baptist Church, and this is your host, George Riddell. Oh, you know, That's good stuff. I like it. Hey, well, thanks. I like it. Cassette tapes were really cool back in the day. Yeah, back or we could go vinyl, man. We yeah, could do a yeah. throwback. We could even do CDs. Ooh, how All about right. a track? <laughs> All right. Well, All today right. we're talking about uh, we're talking about being bold yes. in our witness for the Bible. We're in a series called "Continuing in the Word of God: Our Future Defined by the Bible." And uh, boldness is something that our world does not struggle with. No. People like to be bold, especially in the, the political climate that we're in in yes. 2020. Um, there is no shortage of boldness happening out there in the world. I saw a, um ad the other night on NBC for uh, one of the candidates that's running for president. And um, talk about shots fired. Wow. I was just like, oh, my. That was very bold to mm-hmm. put that out there, that that person said that or believes that. And uh, boldness is not something we struggle with. Am I right? Yeah, no, it's it's no problem uh, for many people. I just want to get up sometimes and say, can't we all just get along? You Why know? can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? <laughs> Come on now. That's, yeah, that'll that's preach. That's what we need. Come on now. All we need is love, right? Yeah, that's Love it. is all we need. All yeah, right. Yeah, evidently. But, but really, really, boldness is not something we struggle with. But a lot of times we're not bold in the right ways or for the right reasons. Boldness yeah. does not mean that uh, you're a jerk. Right. Um, boldness just means, hey, I have a message. One of the effective speaker principles that we learned in college, I have a message to deliver and am consumed and passionate with the purpose of delivering that message. Mm-hmm. That is boldness. And so today we're going to unpack this idea of boldness, the reason we can dream big, our future defined by the Bible. And we're going to start today in Jeremiah chapter 33. Yeah, I think if we we need to be bold in many different areas of our life, and we should Mm -hmm. on certain things, uh, speak the truth in love, right? We can be bold. Um, But uh, I think we need to be bold for the Bible. And the Bible in Jeremiah chapter 33 and verse 3, if you uh, like to pull your Bibles out and take a look at that, says, call unto me, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Mm. And you know, I look at that and say, that's a boldness to dream big for God to do great things. Mm. And uh, we can look at that 
in our individual life, we can dream big for God to do great things in our individual life, in mm-hmm. our family life, mm-hmm. in our kids or grandkids, uh, in our church. Absolutely. Uh, so there's, you know, we, we, I think too many times we are not um, bold in the right areas and right. dream big for God in the right areas. Right. I think a lot of times we dream really big about the 401k. Yeah. Uh, but we don't necessarily dream big about, hey, my neighbor across the street could become a disciple. Yep. And uh, we, we fall short. We really do. And, uh, and I include myself in that sometimes. I really do. Um, but I love how Jeremiah 33.3 starts off with call unto me. Mm-hmm. Boldness comes with the right relationship with Jesus Christ. Yep. Your relationship with Jesus Christ determines the amount of boldness that you can have for Jesus Christ. And so if your prayer life is, is uh, mediocre, your, your boldness is probably going to follow. But if your prayer life is growing and vibrant, then your your relationship with Jesus Christ, the boldness you have for him will also fall in that way. We have a little bit of a definition of boldness we want to give you today. Yeah. If somebody said, well, what is boldness? It's, it's not hesitating or it's not being fearful in the face of actual or possible danger. It's to be courageous. It's, mm. it's um, knowing that... that uh, there are people that may not necessarily agree with the message of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we know that. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But that doesn't mean that we are going to back down. Right. Um, But again, we speak the truth in love. Right. Um, And, you know, uh, I said on Sunday, I said, uh, I want people in our church that do not know the Lord. Right. Sitting in our pews Mm -hmm. week after week. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe questioning yeah. uh, this whole Christianity thing, maybe questioning this Jesus man that we're talking about. I want that, yeah, because that way they're going to hear that message. And I am very bold in my preaching. I, I, I don't hold back. Yeah. Um, I believe I'm kind, but I am very straightforward. Yeah, um, nobody will question uh, what I mean by what I say in the pulpit. There, why I'm being bold for the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know what? Um, it's interesting that Jeremiah was told this by the Lord because Jeremiah was also told by God, don't be afraid of their faces. Yeah, absolutely. Don't be afraid of their faces because when people are giving you a reaction about what you're saying, a lot of times you're like, uh, did I say that wrong? Or, yeah. or did I, did I go the wrong way? Even when we're learning a new song, you know, yeah. I'm like, okay, did, did they, did I communicate that song well enough? You know, I'm yeah. trying to read, did they get it? Do we need to do it one more time? Um, so I know exactly where you're coming from there, but if everybody in the church looks the same, acts the same, talks the same, yep. then we've completely and totally missed it. We've mm-hmm. missed it. We, we've created a really nice song social club, but we haven't created a church. Um, And God calls on the church to be bold in their witness. And the only way for us to continue in the word of God is to be bold about taking what we're learning from the word of God and sharing that with other people. So why is it important? Give us some of the the background of the importance of boldness. Well, I'd like you to turn uh, in your Bibles or to take a look at um, Deuteronomy chapter 31 and verse 6. It says, be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Mm. You know, the importance of being bold um, is... It helps initiate growth, mm-hmm. uh, progress, not only for myself, but also for other people around me. Mm-hmm. So when I'm bold for Christ, you know what? If I'm, I remember um, 
probably before I left to go pastor out in Ohio, I was with a, another man in the church, and we went to a very, very rough area to mm. go door knocking. Mm. Um, and it was in the evening. It was mm. in the summertime. And um, it was a drug-infested place. And I remember uh, we got out of the car, and he said to me, uh, Pastor, um, what are we doing? I said, we're going to go witness to these people. And he's like, in this area? I'm like, yes. He goes, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. I said, just act like you belong. <laughs> and uh, I remember there was, we went to this one individual sitting on the bumper of his car, and I took what we had to offer them. And then I saw a group of about 15 guys. Uh-huh. And he looked at me. I said, that's where we're going, right over there. Uh-huh. And uh, he's like, what? I said, yep. Went right up to them, handed out gospel tracts. And one guy in that group uh, actually knew me. Wow. I didn't, I didn't uh, you know, he, he actually. been there before. He, had, he, 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 he worked with me. Wow. Years ago. And he knew me. And so we were able to share the gospel with, with those people. But what it did was my boldness helped give boldness to that other brother with wow. me. And so when we're bold, it, it helps other people. It, it initiates growth in them. It's a spark. It's it a spark. Is. Yeah, it is. When we're all the same, we're just, we're just doing our thing. We're comfortable. Hey, yep. we're comfortable. But that boldness is like, oh, yeah, I can do that too. Right. I can go there too. I can say that too. I can learn that too. Yep. And that that really does. It sparks a fire. So the importance of being bold is that it reciprocates it reciprocates itself. Yes. It goes over and over. And that kind of goes into our mission statement of developing disciples who are making disciples. And so as you become a disciple, you become more bold in your witness for Jesus Christ. People see that in you. Now they want to do the same thing. Exactly. And that's fantastic. And Deuteronomy shows us that. So that's the importance of us being bold. But let's answer the question, okay, well, what's the alternative to boldness? And this is where I feel like a lot of us live. Mm -hmm. The alternative to boldness is where a lot of us live, especially in this year that we've experienced. We have lived a lot more in a state of fear than we have boldness. Right. Um, really, the alternative to boldness is the fear of man. Mm. It really is. If you look um, in Deuteronomy 31.6, what's it say? Fear not, nor be afraid of them. Mm -hmm. Look, it's natural for us to be afraid of something that we don't understand or someone who we do not know or doesn't look like us or doesn't act like us or whatever, because the unknown always gives a certain amount of fear. It really does. Yeah. That's why I don't like roller coasters. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't like heights. You know, I, I shouldn't say I don't like heights. I don't like the result of falling from heights. Okay. It's a sudden stop. <laughs> but the know? view is nice though. The view is nice. Yeah. But the whole point is when we don't understand something, it brings fear. And when we don't understand the power that, rely, that, that lives within us, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we don't really have that relationship like you mentioned in the very beginning with Jesus Christ, Right. instead of being bold for Christ, we will fear man. Right. I'm more afraid of what this person's going to say to me yes. if I share right. than just sharing. Yep. I'm more afraid of how somebody might act in my church service if I bring somebody that's a little bit different in right. than if I would just bring people in. Yep. Yeah, so we fear man a lot more than we fear God. Yes. And a God-fearing person is somebody who's going to be bold 
in their witness. Um, the book of Joshua shows us this uh, in, a, in a great way. The children of Israel are kind of at a turning point in their life, in their journey in the wilderness, and Joshua has to lay it down for them um, in a very interesting way in Joshua 24. Yeah, and verse 15 it says, And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve. Mm. And then he says, okay, whether it's going to be the gods, the, the, the gods that your father served right. on the other side, um, or the gods of the Amorites mm-hmm. um, who dwell on the land that they were trying to overtake. He says, but I just want to let you know, as for me and my house, he's being bold. As for me, I don't care what anybody else does, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. And we hear that, and we know that many Christians know that. Oh, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. But, you know, he wasn't just talking about his house's four walls. Right, right. <laughs> he's, when we serve the Lord, he's talking about everywhere I go, I'm going to be a representative of Jesus Christ. I'm right. going to be a representative of the God Jehovah, Yahweh. That's who I'm representing. Come on. You know, and he he was not he was not uh, fearful in any way whatsoever. We have a whole generation of Christians that live scared or they live afraid of what the outcome is going to be instead of just saying, you know what, no matter what the circumstances, no matter the pandemic or the political agenda of the day, I am going to serve Jesus Christ and him alone. I'm not going to bend to man's preferences or agenda, but I'm just going to do what God has called me to do. And boldness is not about being a jerk about our Christianity, but it's just being genuine to what God has called us to do. And that's to share the love of Jesus with everyone that we meet. And Joshua had to put the line in the sand here. Yeah. And uh, I believe I can be bold enough on the podcast today to see to say that people are probably listening that need to choose to put the line in the sand in their own life yeah. and say, hey, no matter what anybody says, no matter what anybody does, I am going to live my life according to the Bible. Yeah. And if they can do that, they will see success. Now, remember who he was talking to, too. He wasn't talking to unsaved people. He was talking to he was saved talking to, people. He was talking to people that in his group. It yeah. would be like us talking to our church people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And saying, look, I don't. you guys got to make a decision here. Right. What you're going to be doing. But I just want to let you know what I'm doing as the leader. This is the direction I'm going in. Y'all can join me, but whether you join me or not, this is the direction I'm going in. Yeah. And he knew you know? he was right, and he did it. Yeah. Yep. And I think I think that there's many Christians that are wanting and waiting to be bold yeah. instead of asking God to give them boldness. Absolutely. Call unto me and I will answer, answer the, you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ask God to give you bold. You, oh, yeah, Pastor, I want to be bold. And I'm waiting to be bold. Look, it's, the, the only way to become bold is ask God to give you boldness and then go out and act upon it. Christianity right. is not just head knowledge. It is acting out, it is living out what we know is right to do. It's not even, Pastor, give me an opportunity to be bold. Right. A lot of times, like, well, yeah, nothing's on the schedule for us to, right. to invite people to church. Right. Um, what's your schedule look like today? Yeah. That's where you need to be inviting yep. people to church. All yep. right. All right. And with that, let's take a break for uh, the Ridge and Riddell Minute. Hey. All right, folks, it's the Rich and Riddell Minute, that portion of our program where we talk about everyday life things. And we are in a month in September that is deemed Missions Month for those that attend Open Bible. And so, therefore, let's talk a little bit about our love for missionaries. Pastor, have you ever been on a missions trip? I have. Where have you gone? I've gone to um, Mexico, and we helped build a church down there for the Abbots, who we support. That's awesome. And what did you learn from that trip? I learned how uh, little they had 
and they were so happy and how much I had and how unhappy I was. Wow. That I was away from the Lord when I went down there. Wow. Yeah. That totally deep. changed me. Totally changed me. Well, I've been on a mission trip to Costa Rica, uh, and I came away with those same thoughts and those same reactions as well. The people of Costa Rica live so simply, Mm. yet they live so beautifully at the same time. Pastor, what would you say to somebody who maybe this month needs to be pushed in a direction either to go to a short-term missions trip or maybe to be called into full-time missions? What would your heart be to them? I would say to you, don't hesitate. If you're even thinking in that direction, do it. You say, well, I'm not sure God wants me to go. Look, if God doesn't want you to go, he'll let you know. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Okay, seek ye first. So go after it. If you have any inclination, get out to the field. All right, that's been the Richard Riddell Minute. All right, and we're back today with our episode, Continuing in the Word of God. That is our series that we're in. Today's episode is Continuing in Our Boldness for the Word of God. We've looked at the importance of boldness. We've looked at the examples of boldness from the Bible. Now we're going to debunk a theory that people have, and it's a very humanistic theory. People believe that you cannot be bold unless your personality is that one of boldness. And I believe that there's no no better people to talk about that than maybe the two of us. Mm. Um, we have very different personalities. Yes. Very different personalities. Um, I am very rarely uh, sad mm-hmm. or discouraged. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very rarely even thinking about much at once. You know, I, I'm, I'm always just like, <laughs> He's right, the happy go lucky I'm, I'm just in the moment. Yeah. Like, this is uh, what we're doing right now. Yeah. You know, this is great. Everything's awesome. I, Everything's I, awesome. I, I told you before I hired him on his person. I didn't know how, any, ta- he's, he's very talented. Okay. Very talented. I had no idea what type of talent, but I remember looking at my nephew and saying, if this guy ever needs a job, I want him on my team. I really do. God, God has just given me like a light spirit about yes. life. Like I, I just love everything that I get to do day in and day out. My family uh, just has a great time all the time. And we're just always <laughs> upbeat and happy and running around, you know? Um, but pastor, you're very different. You, you, you are much more of a processor. Yes. Um, to where your your pace of life needs to be a little bit slower mm-hmm. so that you can take in everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make one right or, or one wrong. Right. That just right. makes the beauty of creation. God's sure. made us all different. Sure. But your call to boldness is no different than mine. Correct. But it's lived out in very different ways. Yes. Yes. And, and sometimes what happens is um, in, in, uh, we both have somewhat a personalities that, that we can speak to people. The way that you do it would be a little bit different than the way that I would do it. Mm-hmm, okay. And mm-hmm. that's okay. But then there's those that would, we would consider B personalities or C personalities. Maybe there's even some that are Z personalities, you know, the letter Z for zoo um, that are so introverted. They, 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 they can't even get out of their own way. You know, they're, they're scared to look at their own shadow, but that does not mean that we cannot be bold for Christ. Right. right. I mean, you know, um, you can be an introvert and a very soft-spoken person. Let me, I'll give you an example. My grandmother uh-huh. um, on my mom's side, her name was Mimi. We called her Mimi. Okay. She's passed away, but and she was the most soft-spoken person. I never heard her say a negative word Wow. in our whole life, Wow. but she was a witness for Christ. Mm. She was bold. Mm. And, uh, and you knew that she lived for Christ. Um, and so you can be a soft spoken person and be bold at the same time. And for a believer in Christ, boldness is to be acting in 
the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's every day getting that fresh anointing. Mm-hmm. Lord, fill me today. Fill me today. Fill me today. Yeah. Uh, what is it? I mean, you think about what uh, Romans says. I mentioned this again uh, yesterday mm-hmm. in the invitation, Romans, about um, about how we are to present ourselves a living sacrifice. Right. Here I am, Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and we are working in, in his power. We, we should have an urgency that you know, that uh, something's got to be done. There's got to be an urgency. I must do something yes. right away. Not it needs to be done, but I must be the one to do this right away. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we we use this, we love this term. Well, the church should do something. Yeah, the church should do that. That's, yeah. a, that's a great idea. Last time that's I checked, idea. if you go to the church, you are the church. So mm-hmm. maybe since you mm-hmm. thought of that, maybe God laid that upon your heart. So you need to go do that. Right. You know, um, we are to have courage. You know, and not only we're going to have a sense of urgency, but we're to have courage and that I am not going in my personality. Yep. It's very easy for people like us to really rely upon the flesh and go in our own personality. We, we just talked about this that this morning yeah. um, in our staff meeting. We were like, look, we need to make sure that our hearts are in the right place going into Sunday. Yeah. Um, because it's true. In the arm of the flesh, there is a lot of strength. Yes. David's a great example of that. Samson's yep. a great example of that. Moses is a great example of that. Phenomenal leaders, but you could tell when they weren't walking in the spirit. Right. It was very evident. Yep. And so we need to have the courage to be able to say, I'm going to go in the power of God. Yeah. I'm going to go with his Holy Spirit power. The Bible says what? That the Lord is with us always. It gives us his power and his presence. And I love that story that Joshua pulled up because it also showed that Joshua was going to do what he was going to do no matter what anybody else did, he had a conviction in yep. his life to say, doesn't matter what any of y'all do, Yep, I'm going to serve the Lord. Yep. And, and that's what we need. That, that's real. You say, what is boldness for Christ? It is having a sense of urgency. Yep. Okay. It is going in the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there is courage. So there's an urgency, there's courage. And then there's thirdly, you just mentioned conviction. Yeah. Doesn't matter what anybody else is going to do. I am going to go in this direction. I'm following God. And that's all shown in Ephesians 3, verse 31. The Bible says, Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. We don't do this for our benefit. We don't do this to have a larger crowd. We don't do this to have a check mark by our name on Twitter. We do this for the glory of Jesus Christ. Yes. And the reason that that is so encouraging is because if we know that what we're doing is being done for the glory of Jesus Christ, we don't have to concern ourselves with the opposition that we'll face in this world. Because one who has boldness and one who has power is only concerned with the glory that he's bringing to his heavenly father, Jesus Christ. Man, you nailed it. You really did. Um, and that's that's what we got to be be focused in on as as believers, being bold believers for the Lord Jesus Christ. What I find very interesting is that there are a lot, I mean, all you have to do is turn the news on. And look, if you want to get depressed really fast and have to be put on some <laughs> pills, turn the news on. Or I look mean, on Facebook. Yeah, or look on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, Facebook it, it's, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. But um, 
But you see how many people that don't know the Lord, how bold they are for their clauses. Yeah. And they're not, they're not causes that are right. They're yeah. causes that, that are very poor and that don't represent the truth of God's word, but they are bold. They don't care yeah. what anybody else thinks. I think, I think a great example is uh, the uh, abortion movement. Yes. When we were working in Las Vegas, we worked very closely with a pregnancy center. And this pregnancy center was on the same street as a extremely busy abortion clinic. And those people that ran this abortion clinic were so passionate about their cause that they would have people paid to stand in front of the pregnancy center 24 hours a day to convince the girls that were trying to go and get an, get an abortion to, to go and get an, that were trying to get help for their abortion. If I will like, Oh no, I I don't, I don't want to have an abortion. I just want some help. Right? No, no, you don't need, you don't need help. You just need an abortion. They were so bold about their cause Mm -hmm. that they 24 hours a day were out there saying, no, 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 you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. And how sad that is number one, but how discouraging to me to say, okay, well, I, I can't even get people to come on a Friday night to share the gospel. Right. I can't even get my neighbor across the street to come to church because I've never witnessed to him, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But and these people for a cause that doesn't even matter, that is a sin against right. God, will spend 24 hours a day convincing people another way. And it's amazing that they don't have the power of God. No, we they're, do. They're doing really, all of it in their, in their own, own strength. In their, in their mm-hmm. own flesh. Because in their mind, they've made up, this is what I need to do. And you know what? To be honest, whether you, uh, I don't agree with what they're doing, but they have made a difference. Yep. They've made a huge difference. I, I think about how, sadly. yeah, sadly, mm-hmm. millions and millions of children have been murdered right. in the womb. And um, they've made a difference. And just imagine if Christians all around the world would have the same boldness yep. for Jesus Christ yes. that sinners have for their sin. Yes. Yep. It, it, it would make a, a total difference. Um it's very sobering. It, it really is. So, you, so let me give a wrap up here. Okay. What do we do? Okay. Now, what's the next step? Mm-hmm. I would say we all need to pray for boldness. Absolutely. Acts chapter four and verse twenty nine and thirty. It says, "And now, Lord, behold their threatenings. Mm-hmm. Okay, and grant unto thy service that with all boldness." They may speak the word by stretching forth thy hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child, Jesus. And then what we're to do is watch the Lord work in our lives. These men in Acts, this is when the church was exploding. They were praying for boldness because of opposition. I put in my, I put in my uh, journal the other day um, where it talks about Paul was saying he had a great and effectual door opened unto him, but there are many adversaries. Where there is great opportunity, there is great adversity. Mm. And though we, though there is adversity out there, we've got a great opportunity to be bold for Christ. Yep. We just need to ask for that boldness. Absolutely. Man, continuing in the Word of God, a boldness for Jesus Christ. You've been listening today to the Open Bible Podcast, where we bring Bible truths to basic principles. Thank you so much for joining us again today. If this was a help to you, would you share it with someone else so it can be a help to them as well? If you have any questions for us, please reach out to us on Twitter at The Open Bible Pod, or you can send us an email at podcast at openbiblenj.org. And we'll be with you again next week when we continue to bring Bible truths to basic principles.